Hello, friends and family. This is Kevin Cruz, and I'm with my co-host, Natalia Villas. Hey, guys. And this is the FTK Podcast. That's people from the kingdom coming together for the kingdom to further the kingdom. That's right. And today, we want to welcome you guys to our new mini-series that we are starting off called Made in the Image of God, where we're going to be introducing a couple of people from all over the U.S. We have some people from Chicago some people from California and today we have someone from Virginia Beach and they're going to be sharing their testimony and just a bit about how God has led them to share their faith boldly uh, through social media. Today we have somebody by the name of Cookie Viper and Kevin's going to tell us just a bit about him. Thanks Nat. So Cookie Viper is not really Cookie Viper. That's not his real name. His real name is Aaron and he is a TikToker which is what this uh, whole series is about, where, uh, you know, having the opportunity to interview and speak with creatives on the TikTok platform. And uh, Cookie Viper, or Aaron, as he uh, formally goes by, is a uh, TikToker who shares the faith and, and shares his, uh, his love for Jesus and spreads the gospel through, through his TikToks. Hey, Aaron, how are you doing? Hey, outstanding, Kevin. I'm super excited and blessed to uh, be here. I'm very grateful for this opportunity. That's so awesome. We're really excited to have you on today, Aaron. And just to kind of break the ice and get us all a little comfortable, I'm going to ask you some questions that you weren't expecting. Is that okay? All right, bet. Let's do it. What's your favorite color? So my favorite color, that's kind of a hard quick. question. Come on, come on, come on, quick, quick. Um, um, <laughs> I don't really have a favorite color. I'm an adult. <laughs> Okay. Like not to be rude. I mean, I... <laughs> I wasn't expecting that answer. Okay. Cow milk or nut milk? Almond milk all the way. Cow milk? Okay. All right. Well, almond, now that that's you've nut answered... milk. Nut milk. Oh, almond, almond, almond. Okay, my bad. I apologize. I thought you said cow milk. I was going to say you just lost five points, but... <laughs> so, okay, just kidding. Now that we got that out of the way, um, and you sound a little bit more comfortable. <laughs> just kidding. Um, can you tell us a little bit about your testimony of coming to Christ, how you really met the man of Jesus? Yeah, so I grew up in the church. My dad's actually a pastor, and so I've kind of always uh, known of Jesus, known of God and religion and whatnot, but as far as it becoming real to me in my own relationship, um, I was blessed to have really good mentors in middle school and high school who uh, just kind of seeing how they lived their life for Christ and what that meant for them and how free and joyful and passionate they were. Um, so, you know, eventually I didn't have like a radical salvation story. Like one night I woke up and I was like, I'm dedicating my, I mean, I have dedicated my life to Christ obviously, but um, you know, it's been more of a journey of surrendering specific things. And I think around my freshman year of high school, uh, there was one like very significant night where I just kind of understood uh, the love of Christ and what all that truly meant. And so from that point forward, I think it's just been, you know, 100 percent, you know, obviously hills and valleys. You know, I fail sin all the time and you know whatnot. But as far as my conscious effort and where my heart's at and my heart's just been 100 percent for Christ uh, since then, that was probably 2016-ish, 
Um, I think I was probably saved before then, but that's when my relationship, I really kind of took charge on. Amen. That's so awesome. Um, can you kind of just walk us through a little bit about how God led you to enlist in the Navy? Yeah. So I didn't really have any passion for what I wanted to like do when I grew up. Um, obviously, I was passionate about Christ. I was very involved in Boy Scouts and JRTC at my high school, which was a Navy JRTC unit. And my dad's actually a chaplain in the Navy as well. So I was very familiar with the Navy uh, kind of experience, I guess. So that was like, okay, here's something that I think I'd do good at and passionate-ish towards. But then also as far as the call for going out into the world and sharing the gospel, I think the Navy is a huge uh, spiritual battleground as well as mission field. Um, just for encouragement and, you know, sharing who Jesus is and what his love and everything actually means for us. That is so awesome. You actually answered my next question just with that answer alone. And thank you so much for your service. I really appreciate that um, that you're willing to sacrifice in this manner. That is very Christ-like of you. Um, I also just want to jump ask you a little question. How do you feel like God has led you to share your faith, if that's happened uh, during your time in the Navy. So really, have you had any experiences that you could share with our listeners about being bold in your faith as um, somebody who's actively serving in the military? So most of my, I guess, spiritual experiences in the military have probably been more of personal growth. Um, so like as far as my prayer life and especially sanctification, it's amazing to see how God's changed my heart. Uh, just in the almost year I've been in the Navy, but there have definitely been some really wonderful opportunities. Sorry, there's a jet flying over, so it might get a little loud. Uh, but there have been some really wonderful opportunities where, say, various roommates and stuff that might not necessarily be Christian, but, you know, they can, it, with Christians, you know, when you have the Holy Spirit inside of you, other people can see that and they're drawn to that. And so they'll ask me questions like, well, Ray, why are you like this? Or why do you do stuff like this? And, you know, then that just opens up an incredible opportunity to share the gospel and share the love of Christ and really kind of talk about who Jesus is, but um, also just to encourage my, my brother in arms, uh, my fellow sailor and like, Hey, you know, you're not alone. Cause there's definitely a lot of, um, there's a lot of like depression and anxiety and stuff within the military that, we, uh, you know, people aren't going to show that face to the civilian side of the world, but it's a very real problem. And then as far as Christians in the Navy that I've met, a lot of them have just lacked any real discipleship um, or community of other Christians. So being able to be that for some people, it's, uh, now, these situations, unfortunately, aren't happening like every day. I'm not constantly able to pour out the gospel on people. But the times it has happened, it's been very powerful and meaningful for me. Uh, so I think that kind of answers your question. Definitely does. And I totally feel that. I feel like when people ask me, how do I share the gospel? I always answer that I allow um, my life to be my ministry. And by that, I mean, like, I just walk out the gospel. And by that, instantly, like, honey, it's going to attract people um and that's the holy spirit in us at work so yeah you definitely answered my question thank you 
Um, and let's just get into it and really jump into the TikTok related questions. So I actually came across you, Aaron, on TikTok and instantly I was like, okay, this guy is A, really freaking funny. And two, all the things that he's sharing is super like biblical and super grounded in the word of God and just really truthful. Um, in fact, I think the first video that I came across uh, while watching you on TikTok was the one where you were talking about your purity, like your abstinence card. Um, and as a woman, I was like, whoa, that's so cool. I personally don't have an abstinence card or an abstinence ring for that matter. But um, I just found it really cool that you were willing to share something really personal about you on such a viral uh, platform that, you know, videos can go viral at any time and people's lives have been transformed whether for the good or the bad through this platform so uh can you share a little bit about what really brought you on to the platform off tiktok yeah so um as far as like why i got tiktok what brought me on to tiktok it actually wasn't my drive to share the gospel um because originally i kind of thought ah tiktok's kind of silly and i don't want to download tiktok and i think kevin's kind of on the same page with me there um but I had a buddy uh, who's his tags at he so swag, um, which is another, again, it's like a silly name, but he made a prank video or something that blew up and got hundred thousand something uh, likes. And uh, so he convinced me to get TikTok, and I downloaded it um, mostly to support him. And then I had a lot of excess free time with the quarantine and everything going on and the time period. So, I figured I'd try my hand at it. And originally I wanted to make like, um, you know, like a sermon type series, but then I guess my passion kind of led me more towards uh, funny type videos. And so seeing once I got on TikTok and saw, wow, there's actually a Christian community on here. And it's not kind of like if, you know, if someone posts Christian stuff on Twitter, it may or may not go anywhere but on tiktok it's like the christian community actually kind of thrives and feel like there's a lot of potential to share the gospel in that way and then as far as the tiktoks that i do um i'm a very kind of chill funny type guy i like to think so i think my tiktoks very much reflect my personality and in everyday conversation i will totally bring something up uh like biblically to set up a joke or something I'm saying that may or may not apply to sharing the gospel or what we're even talking about. It's just kind of who I am. So I think my TikTok really just kind of reflects my personality. And as far as um, you were talking about like my boldness and sharing something personal about me on that first video, um, you know, there came a point in my life to where I guess I stopped caring so much what other people think about me and cared more about who I was in Christ. And so something I really needed as a young man, and I'm still a very young man, you know, growing up and experiencing the world. Um, and that's just to see other Christian men specifically who are on the same page and who live out their walk for Christ. Um, and so if I'm able to be that, be that man for some, some other kid watching, then you know, I'm blessed to be in that position. And I, I gotta jump uh, in here, Nat. Yeah, go <laughs> ahead, man. Pop off. Your, your, your story is really amazing. It's really beautiful. Um, not, not many guys will, uh, you know, save themselves for marriage, and not many guys 
know the importance of what it is, uh, what, what marriage is for God and unity, especially, and this is more towards, you know, people in the world. I mean, in the church, you know, you would hope that they would, uh, you know, learn that. But I mean, I just think it's so beautiful. Like it just touches my heart. Like it's so amazing. And it, it makes me like so happy that, you know, God has, has, you know, introduced you to that at an early age. And uh, it's just so powerful because uh, it reminds me of when you, when you told us, when we uh, spoke to you on the phone the, uh, the other day on how you had told somebody in your, uh, in your crew or, you know, where you're based at about, you know, you saving yourself for marriage and, and the impact that it had on them and the ability that it, uh, allowed you to be able to share the gospel and, and share your faith. And I, I don't think like that's the only opportunity you'll have where you'll be able to just get people to, to be like, wow, like, you know, kind of turn their heads, like really, like really Aaron, like, and just like capture their attention and be able to just share the gospel. I think it's so awesome. Yeah. I mean, I appreciate, uh, I appreciate that encouragement. I will say, um, when you wander into or are called into darker places, which is what I would say the military is as far as a spiritual background, it's a darker place. Um, your light or the light of Christ in you shines so much brighter. And it's definitely, it's, it's harder. You know, there's definitely been times where it's like, God, I feel like I'm drowning. I feel like I'm surrounded by all this wickedness, but you know, having that, uh, that peace, I guess that surpasses all understanding, um, it, it does just draw people. God, God has this way of drawing him. It's amazing. So it's super encouraging to hear you say that. That's so good. It reminds me of the song. Uh, I can't sing it, y'all, but it goes, uh, it may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. This is how I fight my battle. Exactly. <laughs> I want to turn this into yes, sir. To a song right now because, like, man, I might hurt people's ears. Oh my gosh, Kevin, you're so freaking funny. That was the best interruption ever. That was not an interruption. Thank you, sir. Um, it really blessed me to hear you guys just, you know, talk like that. And it really blessed me to hear you sing that song, Kevin. You didn't hurt my ears. No worries. <laughs> um, that's so awesome, honestly, dude, because it just reminds me of this conversation that I had. Um, I actually quit my year, my job that I was working at for like five years, almost a year ago, next month. And it was a huge transition for me because I had been at that company from when I was 18 up until 23, you know, five years. And I started working at this other job and I became a waitress. So I went from working for, to cor uh, working for corporate America to being a waitress. So it was kind of a transition to say the least. Uh, but while I was waitressing, I had this customer um, and his wife, they came in to eat. And obviously, what, what else would they be doing? Um, they were eating and they were just talking to me. And it just, it was a really awesome conversation. They just knew I was a believer and I knew they were a believer. We were just kind of like, ah, we're both, we're all three believers. And his wife told me that she was preparing to kind of talk to some women and just um, kind of like preach, teach to them um, about just the importance of pressing in and pursuing God. And she asked me, she's like, you know, you're like a younger woman. She was like, what would you think are some things that women are struggling with? And 
to me personally, um, in regards to like the whole abstinence card, that was something that was something I really struggled with when I was younger, not necessarily being abstinent uh, or practicing abstinence, but just the whole like perception of sex in my life was really distorted from a really young age due to things that were done to me, things that um, I participated in, et cetera. So I told her that was really a topic that I feel like the church doesn't really uh, dive deep in and talk about how it is important to save sex for marriage, yes, but just about, but why, why God wants us to save sex for marriage and why it's so important. So whenever I come across people, whether it be through TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, in person, who are willing to be bold and talk about that, it really just touches me. And that's really why I was like, I'm going to follow this guy. He seems like he has his head on right. And I really appreciate your boldness. But we are going to transition into our next question. Um, so as both you and I know, Kevin is not on TikTok and there is plenty of other people who aren't on TikTok. Um, and the reason why is a lot of people think it's just a platform where you can go on and just do funny skits or just do dumb trends, etc. Well, there's a lot of trends that I'm personally not a big fan of on TikTok. Do you think that TikTok is a platform where people can only do funny, trendy things or do you think TikTok can be used as a platform to really dive in and address deeper bigger topics so yeah that's a great question and personally so like I said I'm a very kind of silly guy so for me doing very serious stuff is difficult especially with the one minute limit which is on TikTok so and like I think I said earlier, originally I wanted to do like a sermon series, you know, 100% serious, like Jesus loves you, repent, here's some scripture and stuff. But then, you know, the passion. So as far as um, I think there's an important part of the calling as Christians is reaching people where they're at. And so my understanding of TikTok is, you know, and when I go on TikTok as a viewer, I'm not necessarily looking for someone to tell me a bunch of serious stuff. I, mean, I appreciate it when I see it. I really do. And I like some of the serious content, but as far as reaching people where they're at, I think it's maybe easier for people to see the funny stuff, the funny Christian stuff, and then be like, huh, this Christian stuff, what does that really mean? And then dive into it that way. However, um, there are some very serious creators who do very well. Like there's this one girl on TikTok whose name is Daughter of the Star Creator, and she's got 81,000 followers, and she pretty much just makes um, evangel or uh, apologetics-type videos about, you know, repentance and who Jesus is and why Christianity is uh, the right path. Um, but as far as the videos I've made, normally my funny videos do better, but the videos that do better that are serious are kind of the ones that are controversial because more people have opinions on that. And so as far as the kind of keyboard warrior mindset, I guess, it's it's dangerous to be, you know, arguing in the comments of a video or whatever, because it's hard to really get your heart across and what you're trying to say. And I agree, there are a lot of trends that I'm not a fan of, but as far as some of the trends i think some of the trends are good and if you take a secular trend and you make it 
to something that proclaims the gospel. I think that's awesome. And you see like Christian parodies. My biggest video so far is a Christian parody of Baby Got Back, which goes, I like big Bibles and I cannot lie. Um, so I think there's kind of a good middle ground to aim for. And I think I will end up making some slightly more serious videos in the future. But like I said, it is very difficult for me to keep people's attention, especially within the one limit, one minute uh, time limit. I definitely feel that. And yeah, I know that creator you were talking about. I think her name is, you said, a star of the creator of the sun? Daughter of the star creator. I was somewhere there. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you, yeah. were, you were close. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> she's a, yeah maybe not she's really awesome I know exactly who you were talking about I love her content um actually I'm really wanting to get um more into apologetics so she's really encouraging to watch especially like as a young woman um but yeah awesome who would you say and I know this can be hard because I have tons myself but who would you say is one maybe two because we're okay with time so far one top two favorite creators on TikTok? They don't have to be Christians, but you know, if they are, that's cool. So yeah, that is a very hard question for me to answer because I like so many different things about different creators. Um, and so, so some of the things I like the most, I do like when people are funny, especially with kind of a biblical Christian humor because that's my personality and I just like that more. It's kind of like how scientists will find cheesy science jokes funny. I find the cheesy Christian jokes hilarious. Um, but there are also people uh, and fellow military TikTokists who I, you know, I very much respect kind of who they are and what they do. And then, you know, there are other people who just share the gospel very well. So there's one guy, I don't know if I'd say he's my favorite TikTokist, but he kind of embodies everything that I appreciate about TikTok. Uh, his name is at CJ Sharon. He's got 70,000 followers, um, which isn't huge, but that's pretty big as far as TikTok is concerned. Um, and this guy, you may have seen him before. He's got like tattoos all up and down his neck and on his face and stuff. And so he kind of, and at first I'll be honest too, he kind of threw me off and I was like, whoa, who is this guy? Like with his painted fingernails and his tattoos and stuff. But then I hear him start proclaiming the name of Jesus. And I'm like, hold up. Like that caught my attention very quickly. And I'm, you know, I grew up in the church and everything. And, you know, he's got my attention. But he also, you can see when you actually look into his content and kind of his personality, he really does care. And he's so passionate about his love for Christ. And so I just really admire that about him. And his sense of humor, it's so... Um, it's so like cheesy and funny. Uh, I guess since you, you allowed me to say too, another TikTok is that I kind of admire is, I think her name is uh, Liberty the Mustang. And she makes kind of, she makes more like conservative type videos, but she also makes uh, some really good Christian content. And I like her stuff because it's very informative, but, um, you know, you can kind of just see, and from what I understood, like, I don't think she's even like an 18 year old or like, I think she's a younger person, but just her understanding of who God is and who, and, you know, kind of how the world works is something else that I just kind of really admire about people. So I think when I look at TikTokists and 
why I admire them. I kind of am looking more towards like who they are as a person and like, would I be friends with them if I met them in real life than just their content? So yeah, those would be the people who I'd rep. That is so awesome that you said CJ, because I'd have to say he's probably my favorite TikToker too. And uh, for the same reasons um, that you've mentioned, like when I first saw him, um, cause okay, I'm going to say this and I'm going to say this very lightly. There's a lot of people on TikTok, any other platform, um, or even in real life, they'll proclaim the name of Christ. Right. But then once you really kind of get to know them a bit, you don't really see the fruit and you're like, okay, you know, <laughs> let's keep praying. Let's keep seeking the Lord. And, and you know, we're, we're called to go in and help these people. Um, yet with CJ at first, I was kind of, I must confess, I was kind of like, whoa, who is this guy? You know, like eyeshadow. Yeah, eyeshadow and <laughs> nails done. It really caught me off guard. But then I really clicked on his content and I was just so overwhelmed because I could feel the presence of the Holy Spirit in all of his videos, just literally shining through him, radiating through the words that he was saying. And I will be honest, his music is not necessarily my type of music that I would listen to. Um, but I see his heart in it. And because I see his heart in it, I'm always like, yep, let me like it. Yep, let me comment. Yep, let me whatever. Because honestly, um, this is really what got me started on creating this whole mini series. It's the fact that I'm like, our father is the creator of everything everything so it should come as no surprise to us when us as his children are just so creative and we can create different things and music uh we can be involved in fashion painting whatever you know kevin's girlfriend tati she's an amazing painter she actually i feel bad for our listeners but you aaron can see she painted this beautiful um mural that i have on the back of my wall it looks very and, nice for the listeners yeah I know, sucks for our listeners, but uh, who knows? Maybe she'll come on the podcast eventually, and uh, we can talk more about her work. Sure, I hope so. So I do want to um, kind of speak to your first. So I've seen there are a lot of people on social media, and especially I'd say on Instagram, who kind of they like pretend to rep the gospel and rep Jesus, but when you kind of look at their lives and. The, their actions and it's like yeah you know that's not very christian like actions and you know it's not my place to judge whether or not they're saved or they're christian or whatever but as far as you representing christ it kind of gives you that like icky feeling but to speak to that there in one of my favorite bible verses that i think i should share it's first philippians first philippians it's philippians there's no second <laughs> It's Philippians uh, 1.18, which says, What then? Only that in every way, whether in pretense or in truth, Christ is priest. And in this I rejoice. Yes, and I will rejoice. So even if someone is, like, I see people kind of trashing people on social media, but as long as the name of Christ, like, as long as the gospel is being preached, then what can I do but rejoice? So I just kind of wanted to speak to that a little. Yeah, amen. no, 100%. Yes, that's like a huge resounding amen. I think even when people first get saved, okay, I don't want to go on a tangent, but I have a friend that I've known since high school. He recently got saved and while in quarantine, which is so cool. And I've heard um, so many testimonies actually on TikTok of people being saved while in quarantine. 
And him, my pastor and I are actually doing a three-way call this uh, Sunday just to answer some questions he has about the faith. And I'm so grateful that I have pastors who are so intentional and so loving and kind who are even willing to do that. But I just think it's so dope how he just got saved radically on fire, making YouTube, YouTube videos, making posts on Facebook, just sharing his heart out. And I'm like, thank you, Lord, that you will use anyone at any time to share your truth, proclaim your word, proclaim the work that you did. I am just that is why I will forever be in pursuit for this man who walked the earth and died and resurrected for me. But um, yeah, I love you so much. <laughs> amen, amen. So awesome. Let's just jump into kind of more of a good like a easier to answer question how do you come up with your content does it just kind of does it just happen do you plan for it just kind of walk us through that process if there is a process well um i'd like to say there's a perfect process but realistically it's kind of just uh there there are different ways i come up with different ideas so uh for one i am inspired by other christian creators and christian comedians um some of my favorite comedians of all time are tim hawk Tim Hawkins and John Christ. I find them hilarious. Their comedy, like their stand-up, it's all like family-friendly Christian stuff. Hilarious. And, and like we're kind of going off on the trends a little bit. A lot of trends really do annoy me because I hate seeing the same thing over and over again, just done by a different person. But if you take something trending and you make it unique and original and reflect your personality and you share the gospel with it, then it's like, you know, I love it. So I do some of that, um, but then also, like I was saying earlier about wanting to see people just kind of living their lives for Christ and stuff, um, it's, very, it's been very hard for me to find military people on fire for Christ, especially on social media. So doing, like, proclaiming the name of Christ using my, um, I don't want to say authority, but using my position as a military member. I think that's also very influential and attention grabbing and very good. And then I have, sometimes it's like divine inspiration. It's like, ooh, this would make a great TikTok. This is a great sermon illustration that I heard once upon a time. Let's just put it out there and see how it does. And those videos typically, they do uh, blow up a little bit. So that's really cool. But then at the same time, I will admit, I have definitely 100% siphon some memes off the internet i'll just like look up christian memes and scroll through until i find something or i'm like i can use that uh turn it into kind of my own style and make a TikTok out of it so short answer yeah there really is no process it's just me having fun i totally hear that that's funny um i've honestly gone back and forth like should i make content on TikTok? should i should i not and I think for right now, I have too much on my plate between the podcast, my blog, and then now YouTube. So I'm like, uh, I think for creating content, I'm okay right now. But who knows, maybe you'll see my face on there eventually. And I'm sure I'll find out there's no secret formula. Um, how do you feel about the responsibility of this platform? And I know that you recently celebrated, I think like yesterday or today, I don't know. Uh, but I know recently you celebrated 10,000 uh, followers on your TikTok, which is, which is huge. So round of applause, well-deserved. Your content is freaking phenomenal. Um, but yeah, how do you feel about the responsibility of this platform, especially as your following grows? Yeah, so that's a very, uh, very great question. So 
I definitely, you know, the human side of me craves the approval, loves the approval. It's like, yeah, I'm cool. But really, you know, and my prayer has been um, that people don't see me, but they see Christ through me. And so as far as having a platform and having 10,000 different people looking at my stuff, even if it's not like all my stuff, that's terrifying, especially as a Christian, because the last thing I want to do is mislead somebody. And, you know, when I started making Christian content, more so when my first couple Christian videos started kind of taking off, my prayer was and has since been, you know, God, if I misrepresent you in any way, like if I say something wrong or lead one person astray, then take it from me because I, you know, that's not what I want. So, and you know, it's kind of like people will ask like, well, what, how do you feel if you lose followers and stuff? Like what if, what if God answers your prayer and takes it all from you and you're back to nothing or your account gets banned or something. And, you know, realistically the Lord gives and takes away to his will. And I'm at peace with that. But also I started with nothing. So if I go back to nothing, I lose nothing. Um, but yeah, so it's definitely kind of scary, but it's a very awesome feeling at the same time. And it is uh, sort of humbling too, to know how God's using me in that way. Amen. That was a really good response. Yeah. The Lord gives and the Lord takes. Um, that's awesome. All right, Aaron. So I have another question for you, <laughs> of course. So um, if there was one thing, it could be a couple different things, but just if there was one thing that you would want for anyone, believer or non-believer, to walk away with from watching the content that you've created on your TikTok platform, what would it be? Yeah, so you said a couple things, so I'm going to run with the couple things that you said. Um, it's my main goal, I guess, when I make videos is I want people to laugh and or feel encouraged. Like, I want people to, if they're having a rough day or you know, whatever reasons you open TikTok to see me, see my video and just bring a smile to their face or be like, huh, I relate to that. That's funny. Um, and, you know, I made a rule with myself, too, when I started uploading regularly, never to post something that I wouldn't like myself because, you know, it's not about the amount of stuff I put out. It's about the quality. So really, the goal is just to encourage people. And I've gotten some really inspiring and encouraging comments and dms just telling me like hey man you know i've been really encouraged or you know that one video where you just were praying over us man i just closed my eyes and absorbed that and i appreciated that so much and it just it made my day and that's the kind of stuff that uh it like it makes my soul smile if that makes sense but then as far as um the evangelizing aspect of tiktok everything like you mentioned earlier, I try and kind of my personality anyway, it's everything I put on TikTok sort of has a scriptural base. And so the underlying goal of that as well is as people see these videos or they see me reference in that one TikTok, um, Proverbs 37 or Proverbs 31 and Proverbs 7, then to be like, huh, why is that significant? Why is that funny? To dive into the word. And the more people dive into the word, the more they want to read the word, the more God draws their heart. And so I think for non-Christians and Christians alike, especially Christians who are saved, but just haven't really 
kind of found that balance of how to pursue their own relationship with Christ. If something that I put out can inspire someone to, to open up the word, then, you know, that's beautiful and that's encouraging and that's uh, God given. So uh, yeah, I think that's what I'd want people to kind of walk away from at the end of their TikTok exposure. Like, man, I really want to dive into the word more today. That's so that's awesome. Yeah. Aaron, I, I wanted to also add in, uh, um, I definitely understand how powerful it is when you speak on a, on a biblical passage or present a uh, Bible chapter or verse uh, visually to someone or even just uh, verbal because it really does like the power of the power of the word of God is like a double-edged sword. It, it says it in the Bible. And um, when I worked at uh, Chewy's, so I used to work at Chewy's. I was a restaurant server. And uh, that's actually where I found God. I got saved uh, by being basically like, like God was really coming after me. He would bring people as I served tables on Sundays, you know, giving me cards to come to the church, a coworker invited me to church. I was getting asked to go to church and, you know, I really needed to, to go. And so I, I got saved uh, basically, you know, during that time period that I was a server. And um, when I did get saved, one thing that I did was, uh, I mean, I was just so in love with God. Like I would just, where, because uh, we had name tags, I would put on a Bible verse and the name tags and uh, I would just go to my tables and, you know, I would hope that they would uh, see the Bible verse and, you know, check it out. And it's really awesome because I remember this one time I went to a table and I had a, I had a Psalm. I can't remember what the Psalm was and uh, I can't fully say what was on the psalm, and I don't want to butcher the word of God, uh, but um, I remember like they they told me the table that I was serving. They were like, "Yeah, so you're not afraid of mere mortals," because that's something that was included in the psalm. And I was like, "Wow!" Like in my head, I was like, "Well, not not only in my head, but out loud." I was like, "Wow!" Like you guys actually took the time to like check the Bible verse out and it was it's like really awesome that's that's how powerful the word of god is it's like people see it people people will make the effort to to figure out what it means yeah, people are curious yeah amen that's inspiring and uh i was at the store the other day and when i was checking out a couple of the cashiers they i don't know how the conversation started but they were just kind of arguing i guess over like yeah, John 3.16, man, I can't remember what it, what it says, like, but, you know, I know it'll come to me, and I'm standing there at checkout swiping my credit card, and I'm like, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, and they're like, yeah, man, that's the one, so definitely, scripture speaks power, man. That's awesome, that's like, like, they, they were asking to find the word, like, what the word was, and, and like, God just put you in the right place to just tell them what it is. It just puts people in the right places at the right time. Amen. Sure. He does do that indeed. Um, Aaron, I remember when Kevin and I um, 
just a little inside scoop for our listeners before we have people on the show we do kind of like a little uh meet and greet where we just have um, a phone call with the person beforehand kind of really share our hearts behind the podcast and really the vision that the lord has planted in kevin and i for this and we just kind of get to know each other if we already don't etc and after we got off the phone with you aaron we were both just i'm going to speak for kevin here because i know he shares my sentiments we're just very overwhelmed by how the presence of god was so clearly within you and just how Here's the thing, there's a difference between being knowledgeable, right, which is great. The Bible calls us to know our faith and to know the word of God. But being knowledgeable and knowing the word of God, like in your mind and knowing it in your heart. And it's just so, it was so evident that it was in your heart and it was just pouring out of you and you're just, and you are so joyous and you are so full of the love of God. And um, that just reminds me of uh, 1 Timothy 4.12. And it says, don't let anyone look down on you because you are young. But set an example for the believers in speech, in conduct, in love, in faith, and in purity. And that just reminds me of you so much. You exemplify that perfectly. Um, I shouldn't say perfectly, but very, very well, very close to it. Um, And yeah, man, I'm just very blessed by you choosing to be on the podcast. I'm very blessed by your content. I look forward to your content all the time. So it's like really cool to have you on and just be able to look at you and listen to you is really cool. So yeah, I just want to encourage you by don't ever let your age discourage you. Not that it does, but if it ever does, don't let it and just keep pressing in and pursuing Christ. And I think we're going to go ahead and wrap up. But uh, before we do any last words from either of you, Aaron, I, I did want to add on to that. And um, for, for the listeners, um, Aaron is 18 years old, right, Aaron? Am I yes, correct? Yes, I'll be 19 next month in June. 19 next month? Sweet. And um, so that verse that Natalie just shared was, you know, it relates to Aaron because he's 18 years old and in the, in the flesh, that's a, a young age. And uh, I did want to ask one more question to wrap things up and that question was all right so you go by cookie viper your real name is aaron how did you get the name cookie viper all right yeah so um when i was in like middle school freshman year of high school i was very into the video game minecraft still a great game i just don't have time to keep up with the updates and stuff but um so when I made an account, I was looking for a Minecraft username, and there was a Minecraft YouTuber that I followed and really liked his stuff, and his name was Ant Venom. And I saw a live stream where he was kind of explaining why he liked his name. He's like, yeah, it's Ant Venom, and it's unique. Like, Ant Venom, that's weird. It's a strange name. I like it. And so I was like, I want something like that. Um, I have a huge sweet tooth. I love Donuts are my favorite food. If you asked me what my favorite food was earlier, Natalie, donuts would have been the first and only thing out of my mouth but um you know so i like cookies as well and i had a pet snake at the time actually and i you know snakes have pretty much always been my favorite animal just fascinated by them so merging those two things together cookie viper it it was just like yes this is perfect and so i made that my minecraft username and there actually is uh believe it or not a youtube channel out there in existence with like 30 subscribers or something called Cookie Viper. Careful looking it up because it's uh, cringy, like 
13 year old Aaron uh, running around doing stuff. But yeah, that's how my name came about. Oh, also, <laughs> that is uh, what you guys were saying, Natalie and Kevin. That is very encouraging just to uh, kind of hear you speak over me like that. And, you know, my whole heart like shed a single tear. So encouraged by your uh, words and just by being invited on your show. Oh man, you guys are so funny. And I'm glad that we were able to encourage you because you have been an encouragement, honestly, from the first phone call that we had to continuing to follow your TikTok. I am a loyal uh, follower. So, <laughs> yeah, so every time you post, I'm like, yes, here's Aaron. He's so funny. And I always want to say your real name in the comments, but I'm like, uh, I'll just keep just not saying, I'll just not say that. But, um, but yeah, thank you so much, man, for coming on truly it has been so awesome and both kevin and i are eager to get this out to the public it'll be coming to them soon unless they're listening to this it'll be live to them but yeah thank you so much for coming in and we pray that you are just blessed and that you just continue to be a light where you are and i just want to thank our listeners for coming back and listening to yet another episode we have some really cool things coming to you guys, uh, coming for you guys in this mini series. Again, we have somebody else from Chicago and somebody else all the way from California coming to join us besides the time difference. Um, so yeah, we're really excited. So thank you guys again for joining us in another episode of FTK Podcast. That is where people from the kingdom, like Aaron, Kevin, and myself come together for the kingdom to further the kingdom. God bless you all in Jesus' name.